The information in this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Listeners should not act upon the content or information in this podcast without first seeking appropriate individualized advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. The views expressed in this podcast may change without notice and may differ from those views expressed from other bank personnel. The bank makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. Welcome to the CMB Financial Wellness Show. My name is Harry Gibbs, and today's episode, we will be talking about budgeting, needs, wants, and wishes. I'm Lori Halen, and I'm a Senior Vice President with the uh, Wealth Management Organization, and I'm here today with a special guest, one of our experts on our team, Donna Cater. Uh, Donna, good, good morning. It's nice to see you. Good morning, Lori. Donna is a vice president, uh, wealth advisor on our team, and brings uh, many years of experience to her role with us. Today, we're going to talk to Donna about how to do a budget, why to do a budget, and, uh, and many other things. So, Donna, welcome. Uh, I'm going to start out with a really simple question today for you. Donna, exactly what is a budget? So a budget is a spending plan for every dollar you have, but stays within your income limit. It allows you to allocate your money for what matters most to you, but it needs to be flexible and allow for just for fun spending. Simply put, it's a tool to help you, not handcuffs to prevent you from enjoying life. It provides a snapshot of your financial world and is the foundation and start of your personal financial plan. That's a very uh, thorough explanation. Uh, so, so why is having a budget important? Well, so I'm going a little off here because of our conversation while we were getting this room set up for the taping. And one of the most important reasons to have a budget is it memorializes your cash flow. It, it helps you see clearly what's important to you so that you can allocate your money for what's important. So a budget holds you accountable and keeps you focused on your goals, but more importantly, it provides more financial freedom and less financial stress. And so it, it helps you in, in wellness in general. Having a spending plan is essential to managing expenses, paying down debt, and preparing for the future. It does not mean giving up all luxuries or beating yourself up every time you buy a cup of coffee. So everyone really needs a budget, but if you answer yes to the following questions, it's critical. Do you make good money, but have little to show for it? Does your money run out before your bills are paid? Are you racking up credit card debt? Do you wish you were saving more? Do you and your partner differ on how to handle the household finances? That's great, Donna. And I think this will lay a good foundation for us to start uh, the beginning process for our listeners, and that would simply be, where should they start? How would someone get started on budgeting? Great, great question, Harry. So there are two key figures needed for your budget. Your monthly after-tax income is the easy part. So for that, just take a pay stub and look at the gross income figure, and then subtract out your federal, state, and FICA taxes. If you're paid weekly, Multiply that figure by 52 weeks, which 52 weeks in a year, and divide by 12 months. This is your after-tax monthly income. If you're paid every other week, 
multiply that figure by 26 pay periods and divide by 12 months in the year. So again, that's the easy part is your after-tax income. So you have to know what your inflow is in addition to now the more challenging part, which is what is your monthly spending? So the best way to get that is start looking at your bank statements and your credit card statements. Get a piece of paper and make three columns, one for needs, one for wants, and one for wishes. And as you're going through your statements, just start putting figures in what, how you might visualize the different categories. Thanks, Donna. And I think it's helpful for our listeners. Uh, certainly, they're hearing this and following along with us. But a big part of getting started is that application process. And are there specific tools or apps that you find uh, helpful when you're speaking with clients or maybe just a personal anecdote for yourself that you're able to use? Uh, Certainly there's a lot of uh, resources out there. So how do you help yourself narrow down into ones that are better than others? Yeah, so the, the best way, so there are a lot of tools out there. The key is finding the right budgeting tool that works for you. It can be pen and paper, it could be envelopes, or it could be online tools. So you you have to know a little bit about your own behaviors. There are free apps that you can try out for your mobile devices. And so research yourself based on what you're trying to accomplish. Um, A few good ones that have a good reputation are PocketGuard, Mint, and GoodBudget. And then the bank has a great tool on our website under CN Budget Central. It helps categorize and track spending. It can give you alerts when you're not staying on track. Very, very dynamic. And it allows you to pull in bank, retirement, and other investment accounts, as well as debt accounts. Yeah, there's there's a lot of great stuff out there. Uh, I'm, you know, as I mentioned to you earlier today, I'm more of a pen and paper type person. I just like writing down those key things. Uh, but I also think there's a lot of great software out there that you can use. Um, so... So maybe you could explain um, a little bit about the differences between needs, wants, and wishes. Yeah, so needs, wants, and wishes are just three basic categories that allow you to make sure you're putting your money toward the things that you have to put it toward. So we start out with needs. That's the stuff that you need for basic living. And if there's one thing that we have seen through this pandemic is really the need to make sure you have food on your table, a roof over your head. And so, you know, it was a good time to reflect. If you had asked me a a year ago what was the need, I might have said having my nails done, right? Well, the pandemic was a a great opportunity to sit sit back, reflect on, on what's important. So I typically think of needs as housing, food, transportation needed to get to a job, basic utilities. So again, not necessarily cable TV, but basic utilities, heat, gas, insurance, and uh, childcare needed for you to get to work. Wants are things that aren't critical, but might make your life a little more enjoyable. So maybe that is vacations, personal care, like hair, nails, massage, pets, Right. So, again, pets is one that some may feel is a need and that's OK. These are not written. These you know, these are not stringent. It's what works for you. Clothing, gifts, charitable giving, eating out, entertainment and possibly college funding. 
And then wishes are generally those things longer term. Maybe you want a vacation home or you want to make sure you're retirement ready. You want to eliminate debt, et cetera. So it's, there's no right or wrong. Uh, The the biggest one is making sure your needs are met first. So what do you think are the most common budget busters? Uh, The things that, that ruin uh, your chance to uh, achieve your goals? So there's a lot of budget busters. I'm just going to name a few. So eating out seems minor, but think about it. If you eat out, eat, let's just say lunch, $7 a day, five days a week, that's about $1,000 a year that you could be putting towards something else that matters more to you. Hobbies, uh, like golf, for instance, we all, you know, Lori at least knows I'm a big golfer, costs a lot of money. So for me, that is high on my budget list of what's important to me. So I divert money there and sacrifice some other things like coffee, cigarettes, beer, wine. Same mindset here. So take coffee, for instance. $4 a day is about $1,400 a year. Now let's take that one step further. If you, instead of buying coffee every day, put that money aside, invested it, and each year, over 25 years, it would grow to about 85000 at a 6% rate of return. So it's, it's just making baby steps. I'm not saying give up coffee. I'm not saying don't, don't have your wine or beer. I'm saying make sure that you're working what is reasonable for you to spend on those things and, and making sure you're, you're making the right steps to save. Donna, so this has been great. And I, I do want to give us an opportunity, uh, Lori, as well, for us to share some of our personal anecdotes when it comes to budgeting and the tips uh, that have been lifesavers for us. Uh, certainly, we all here in this room have years of experience with not only budgeting for ourselves, but also uh, helping clients with their budgeting needs. So I guess we'll start uh, with you. Do you have any uh, budgeting tips you can share? Yes, I do. Uh, so big one is leave your credit cards at home. You know, what, we're human beings. What, what's easy to access and easy to make spending, leave that stuff home. Stay out of the stores. Pay yourself first. Automate as much as you can. Automate your savings. Automate bill paying. Learn how to say no. This is a big one for parents especially, right? Learn how to say no. You, you will be teaching your children a valuable lesson entertain at home and don't be afraid to communicate with your circle that you are trying to become more financially fit for the future. And so you're entertaining at home more. Or if you're going out to dinner, have a drink at home first. Don't drink at the restaurant and then go back and have a nightcap with your friends. So these, if you have a partner, this is really important. You need to work together from start to finish Make sure you're on the same page. And it doesn't mean that you have to agree on everything, but you need to agree on those things that are most important to you and then work toward achieving those goals. Donna, that's great. I think one of the first things when I started in this business that I learned was that pay yourself first. I remember my first boss um, in this business telling me to do that. And, you know, we all know, obviously, our retirement plan is very important and we should definitely put dollars there. But in addition, uh, to me, paying yourself first also means funding that emergency fund. 
And so the way that I like to do that and pretty much always have is having a savings account that is harder to access. I don't have, my debit card doesn't work on the savings account. So it's an extra step. You know, I make sure that I don't hook that and I make sure that every paycheck I put some money into that account for the longer term. So one account is like an operating account and that's my day-to-day checking account. And the other is for that emergency fund. And that's, that works out really well for me. So that, that was one of the first things that I was ever uh, told in this business. The other thing about the uh, going out, uh, I remember the first time that I ever did a budgeting spreadsheet, I discovered, and this was when I was in my 20s, and every day was lunch with a different friend, you know. I think I was spending like $400 a month on, on just going out to lunch. And, and I went, that's like a car payment. That's too much. And so, you know, I really started to focus on that and make sure that it was a couple times a week. And that made a huge difference. It's funny that you say that. So my daughter was reading my outline for today's podcast. I have a 25-year-old daughter, and she got to the point where I talked about eating out. And she's like, whoa. She goes, I think I spend $50 a week eating out. So that's $200 a month. That's $2,400 a year. It really made her pause and reflect. Now, she is a budgeter, I must say. So she does pay herself first. And so I talked to her a little bit about it's okay. If, if that works into your budget, that's okay. So, but it was eye-opening. It made her sit back and add up in her mind what she thinks she spends on eating out. Yeah. What about you, Harry? You, you actually teach some classes on this stuff. So you have a great background that, to share uh, some, some tips. Thanks, Lori. I think, and this is a great way for all of us to kind of wrap up this conversation. Uh, we like to end our episodes with that kind of one singular call to action that we can give our listeners. And I, I guess I'll lead off in that. And we, we've been doing a great job, both of you kind of working us right in this direction. That is, find that person. Who is your person? Certainly for a lot of listeners, it will be a natural partner in their life. But if you don't have one, seek one out. Find someone that listens to you and understands what your goals are and then have a action plan with that individual that can hold you accountable and will not judge you as well. So I, I think that is a super important thing is that we, we absolutely need a human element to what we do Uh, especially when it comes to finances and budgeting. So if there is a singular thing that I would call out our listeners to do is find that person in your life. Yeah, very good point. Um, And then I would just like to say that the good news is, just to finish up, is that most financial problems are due to spending, not income. So chances are, even if you don't think you make enough money, the problem really is what you're spending. So that's really good news. You have control over what you spend. You don't always have control over what you bring in. Of course, you can always make a career change or take on a second job. But if you have a budget written out in black and white, if you have that partner to hold you accountable or be your sounding board and you stick with it, you can usually stay on the positive side. That is great. Uh, So I just want to thank you, Donna, for being here with us today and for really a lot of really good advice. 
and a great conversation. Uh, any comments, Harry? <laughs> That'll conclude us for today. Donna, thanks for joining Lori and I for this uh, very important conversation and a conversation we wanted to make sure we had very early on in the, the life of this podcast. Uh, we appreciate everyone listening to our budgeting episode for the CMB Financial Wellness Show. Thank you.